Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. I'm your hostess, Nicole DeVincentis, aka FigureChick911. It's awesome to have you here with us. It's gloomy and doomy here in the city of Chicago. I thought today let's talk a little bit, some, sun, some sunshiny topic, something that's going to put us all in a much better mood as we're tipping into the last season of the year here, getting ready for fall and then zooming into the winter time. I know a lot of people who have some dampened moods and sometimes by the time you get to the later parts of the year or even sometimes to like the later part of your week or the later part of your day, you can get kind of like run down and it's real easy to lose that mojo, isn't it? Like you're tired of dealing with people, (laughs) you got the you know what kicked out of you at work, whatever it is. You're tired, you're hungry, ain't enough coffee and Kit Kats in the world (laughs) to keep you moving forward and you just are like, ah, just, I will start again tomorrow, which is always the right thing to do. It's always, you know, ready to get back into the game tomorrow. But what about today? What sort of tactics and strategies do you have up your sleeve, in your toolbox, ready to throw down so that you can finish the day out strong, the week out strong, the month, the quarter, the year out strong. And then when you come back again tomorrow or the next week or whatever the timeline is for you, there's no time lost. How do you do that? How do high performers, people who are massively successful in any industry, how do they have the power and the momentum to keep on going like that? And not just like stay awake, like they are out there making moves, making things happen. Are they a different breed? Are they even human? Who cares? I just want to go to bed. (laughs) Does your mind ever get like that? I know you're not the only person, which is why we're talking about this today. How do you move yourself from the case of the doldrums, the blasies, the let me do everything else in the world except the thing that I'm totally avoiding and go out there and carpe my damn diem like all the time? How do you do that without running yourself into the ground, without having to drink gallons and gallons of caffeine? These are the real questions inquiring minds want to know. You want the answers? All right. Are you ready? This is what we got to do. Let's get ourselves into a higher state here. So wherever you are, you know my routine. Nothing changes. (laughs) All right. So wherever you are, make sure that you're sitting up nice and tall. This is the strategy I'm showing you. All right. Sit up nice and tall. Shoulder blades down and back. Draw your abdominals in. If you're driving, please pay attention to the road. Got to put all these disclaimers in here all the time for my special people. Love you. (laughs) All right. Take a nice deep breath in. In through your nose. Nice power breath. In. In. And exhale. Inhale. And exhale. One more time. Inhale. And exhale. All right. Better? Awesome. This is how we do it. Everything starts with you. 
I know I say that all the time, all right? But this is honestly what you need to know. Motivation, let's talk motivation first and foremost. Motivation is actually a responsibility. Nobody's going to give it to you. No one's going to bring it to you. No one's going to be dragging your butt out of bed through the trenches to finish the thing or even start the thing that you've been procrastinating on. It's all up to you. The sooner you can own the fact that you are 100% responsible for your project, for moving your ship forward, the easier time you're going to have. But here's where it gets dicey. How do you do this if you don't have control over either the tasks that you have to do, you're working for somebody else, you're working within an organization, and either there's a lot of um, liability, you know, like the word labile, but liability in the day-to-day operations, there's, there's no predictability, there's no routine. How do you stay in that power position when basically you're at the mercy of the decision makers or if you are somehow working for the public, how do you stay in your power? All right, so this is what you need to know, okay? First and foremost, motivation is your responsibility. Wherever you are, in a job, working on a project, in a family, et cetera, et cetera, this is the important, this is the important stuff right here. You are always in the driver's seat. You just may not realize it, okay? Assume your position in the driver's seat and know that wherever you are, you always have choices. Choices to go to work, choices to go someplace else, choices not to go to work. And you say, I don't have a choice. You do have choices. You may not like consequences for other choices, but you always have a choice. That's where the line in the sand is right there. Okay, I'm just going to kind of let that settle because I know that like makes that people's brain like want to, you know, spin off your shoulders. So that means this, okay? Now that we have accepted that, all right, you are responsible, you're always in the driver's seat, you always have choices, you get to decide how you go through your day. Most of us, you're either in one of two modes of operation. Either you run your 24 or it's running you. You running your 24 is your being in your position in the driver's seat. The 24 running you is, now I got to wait for this person to tell me what to do, and I can't do this, and I can't do that. And it's like you're always at the mercy of the other people or groups or whatever. And that may be true in terms of your activities, but I'm talking about your mental state. This is what's going to keep you in the game, making moves, being productive, getting results. Not just where your body is doing activities, where your mind is positioned. This came about actually uh, with a couple of my clients just today. On on Fridays, I do a heavy amount of coaching. And it's, it's so great that I was able to have today to be able to like put everybody like stack them back to back because I, I, I learn a lot about, obviously, my people. More or less, they, everyone's going through kind of like the same stuff at the same time, just in their own respective situations. And it, it, 
it gives me a lot of stuff to talk about on a podcast, which is awesome because then it serves you. See how that works? One hand washes the other. Anyway, a lot of my people are in a time of extreme busyness right now. They're busy at work. And then obviously they have other interests or, you know, family lives or whatever. And they're kind of like losing their mojo a little bit and just feeling kind of tired and feeling kind of run down and feeling kind of aggravated and kind of like snipping at, you know, their family members or the co-workers that, you know, people at work or people that they serve. And they're like, I don't even know. This just isn't even really how I like to be, but this is, and you can tell like by the sound, like the tonation of their voice, like something just isn't right. So let's call attention to the elephant in the room. What the hell is going on? And like, we're very systematic about how we handle this. Like we always cover nutrition because anytime you got dips in mood, dips in energy, the very first place that we always look is your nutrition. You know, your mood follows your food and usually your energy levels do too. But barring that, When you start digging in a little bit deeper, how do you position yourself mentally to get through your days when maybe you're at a job that you don't like, a job that's not necessarily inspiring to you, a job that's not necessarily challenging to you, a job that you're just around like negativity and stupid people all the time, not my words, other people's words, and by the time you're finished, you're just like... You feel like you had your like your life force sucked out of you and all you want to do is just go away and shut the doors and just get away from all the people, rest up a little bit, and then the next day go out and do your own thing and not be bothered by any people. Does that make sense? Or you're just too damn tired. Like maybe you don't even want to get up the next day. Like all these situations happen to people because guess what? Life doesn't happen in a vacuum. Life is real life and shit's going to happen all the time. How do you move yourself mentally? I'm taking you to these different places because think about in the course of one day, how many moods you experience. Girls, I'm totally talking to you right now. <laughs> okay, like One second you're like, yeah, this is awesome. And the next second you're like, ah, ah, ah. and then the next second you're like, yeah, and the next one you're like this is all right and then you're like oh look at that cute little baby and then you're just like "Ah!" right like it's all this different different kind of stuff well how do we do this how do you step back into your power how do you get your feelings you know out of the day-to-day operations how do we remain committed and congruent and to a large extent motivated I know that you've been dying to hear the solution I've been talking and talking and talking all right step one you have to admit, like, or recognize, rather, Houston, we have a problem, okay? So it, it always comes down to your being able to triage your current position and, and decide and take note of where are you. I'm, like, dwindling, man. Like, my mood is in the garbage. My energy levels are totally tanked. I just, I don't feel like even doing anything. All I want to do is sit on the couch, eat goldfish crackers, and eat chocolate. I know you're not alone on that. Okay. So when you're there, this is like, uh, Houston, we have a problem. Okay. Step two, you do exactly what we did. You've got to get yourself into a higher state physically, which is what we did with that breathing exercise. Okay. 
This is a repetition. This is not something that we just do willy-nilly once in a while. This is how you actually take that train and put it on a brand new track. Okay? So you put yourself in the peak state, not with slow, controlled, gentle breaths, but with more powerful breaths. And that actually increases your, your adrenaline production and it gets you into more of an alert state and ready for action. Okay, now the backbone of all this stuff is that you're 100% responsible for what you do, where you go, and what you bring to the table because motivation is a responsibility. Next step is recognizing the fact that you're 100% in the driver's seat and that you always have a choice. All of the time, you may not like the consequences of said choices, but you always have a choice to stay, to go, to execute, to sit on your ass. The choice is always up to you. It's whether or not you're going to do something about it. The most successful people have an idea and execute, it, uh, execute on it immediately. There is no time lag between when we get that idea inception and when we actually move on it. By the time you hear results, they've already invested six months, a year, before you ever knew that this thing was actually going on and you're the one that's sitting there on the couch trying to figure out, should I put the brown shoes on or should I put the black shoes on? Or maybe I won't even put any shoes on, maybe I'll actually do this next week. Okay, that's a procrastinator. No, what we want to do is idea inception and execution and make it almost seamless. Okay, that's going to help you. That's going to help you largely. Okay? But one of the things for you mentally to keep yourself focused and congruent and moving forward has to do with how you respect your time and your energy. There's a lot of people who get frustrated by being in a planet (laughs) with people, with other people who don't respect their time. Like they're waiting around for people to show up. Those people are like half an hour late. You know, they stay past their welcome time or they're just, you know, involved in activities that they don't think necessarily qualifies for their time. Okay. So perhaps for you, it's not the issue of respect for time. Perhaps for you, what it actually is, is a respect for your energy. Time is your most precious commodity. But what's inside of that time? Inside of that time is your energy. How much energy am I willing to allocate over there? Or am I going to allow my energy to actually be siphoned out so that I really have nothing left to give? You get to decide what qualifies for your energy. And that allows you to be more present. That allows you to be more focused. Okay, great. I, I'm working, you know, at a fire department, for example, and we got called out, you know, back-to-back calls or whatever. It's a requisite. I, I took an oath. I'm here to serve and protect, and I'm here fully present on this call, on the next call. There's a lot of riffraff happening out in the, in the periphery here. Maybe the scene isn't necessarily so safe. You've got to be in, in peak form to be operating, you know, at your full-blown capacity can't afford to, you know, be distracted by nonsense, getting aggravated at your coworkers who do stupid things, who say stupid things. What do you have to do? You've got to make sense of the situation, size it up, make order, get a plan together, execute on it, whatever has to happen in order to, to handle that call to the level that it deserves to be handled. 
This is just actually a higher means of commanding your emotionality. When you start viewing everything through the lens of energy rather than just time. Because I guarantee you, if you're moving in a place where you're just kind of like burned out at the bullshit at work, and I'll, I'll speak to this myself, coming from a nursing background, I can't tell you how many times it's just like the same old stuff every single day, blah, blah, blah. But guess what? Outside of this place, I need all my energy because I want to go work out. I need all my energy because I want to cook a seven-course meal or, or cater an event or even go fishing or, you know, whatever it is that you like to do. So I, I'm not going to allow some of the nonsense de- stuff here to actually consume my energy. I'm choosing where I'm placing my energy. Not I'm just going to go through the motions and by the time I'm done, I'm just going to kind of sort of like stay alive here. There's a big difference between just survival mode and thrival mode. When you run your 24, even though you're working in somebody else's enterprise, somebody else's organization, you may not have control over the time or what happens during the course of the day, but you have control over where you delegate and and give your energy or assign your energy. There always has to be some place where you have leverage. The second you allow somebody else or some other place to have that much leverage over you, you have totally lost your power and you're, you're out. Peace out, yo. <laughs> so for you to either last for whatever time period it is that you're going to be within this certain place or within this certain situation... You have to command yourself at a higher level. Otherwise, you're just going to end up burned out. You're going to end up procrastinating. Nothing is ever going to get done. Time is going to extend. And then next thing you know, it's going to be five years down the road. You've not taken any action. Meanwhile, 30 other people have done the thing that you've been wanting to do. They're having great success at it. And you're sitting there, we know, with like, you know, years of regret. Could have, should have, would have, but didn't. And I'm still not going to because now I'm so far out of practice or I'm so far out of that routine that now the goal seems virtually unattainable. These are things you got to nip in the bud. This is the champion mindset. The champion does not fall into states of complacency. The champion doesn't say, oh, well, I'm just going to throw up my hands and let me just go pout on the couch and then just come back tomorrow. That's not what happens. The champion, during those roughest times, whether this is the roughest mental time, this is the time when you are just getting the shit kicked out of you, the champion decides, I'm putting my anchor leg down here. Things are spiraling out of control. This is not serving me or my family well. And we cannot continue to, perf- to pour from an empty vessel. It's not always so much what do you get back. If you give with expectation of receiving, that's actually business. Okay, so I want to be able to speak to everybody who's on this call that sometimes it's not so much about giving with expectation of receiving, especially within your your interpersonal relationships. You're, You're supposed to give, you know, wholeheartedly and freely, but it's whether or not, it's how much can you give without destroying yourself. That's what it is. 
And is this a workable relationship where one hand washes the other? This person's strengths, kind of, they fill the voids of my weaknesses and vice versa. This is a workable relationship. We may not always get along or agree on 100% of the, of the things, but we are very clear on the direction where we're headed. And we do work actually better together. We work symbiotically. But when you're just kind of like treading water and you're just trying to stay alive, now you're fighting for your life. It makes having a team nearly impossible. It makes steering the direction of said team nearly more impossible. That was bad grammar, but I don't care. You see what I'm saying? And it comes back like somebody has to be the leader here. Somebody has to be in charge to say enough is enough. This is not serving us well. What do we need to do? We need to get back to the drawing board. We need to revisit why it is what we're doing. What is it even that we're planning on doing, setting out to do, and holding ourselves to that line. It's that line of integrity. But I think you can see the theme over and over and over and over again that it always rises and falls on your own shoulders to be the one, even though it's exhausting Trust me, it's exhausting to always be the one to lead the ship. It's exhausting. But you got to remember, everything is a training ground. You don't know where your next station is. You may think that you're at a job for the next 10, 20 years. Personal, you know, personal experience right there. I'll tell you, I'll be the first one to tell you that if God especially has a different plan for you, like, peace out, yo, you'll be somewhere else. And where you are right now is training you for your next station. You don't know where you're going to be needed. You don't know where you're going to be contributing in the future. You have no idea. What you're going through right now is training you, whether it's the skill sets, it's the knowledge, it's the people skills, it's the communication skills, or it's how to command your own physical self. So that when you get into that new place, whatever it is, whenever that is, it may not even be for 40 years from now. Who knows? I don't know. Not Miss Cleo. (laughs) Does she ever not get sassy? I don't think so. (laughs) What I'm saying is when you recognize that you're an instrument, it's really not all about you. It's really how do you contribute But not from an empty vessel, from a position of peace and power. And if you are the leader of a household, you're the leader of an organization, you're the leader of a team. It's your responsibility to maintain that forward direction. And it always starts with you. If you allow yourself to get your ass kicked... And just kind of like, you know, tread water and we're just going to do, you know, enough just so that we could get by. You know, as you wipe like the beads of sweat and you sweep that that wisp of hair out of your eyes (laughs) in the oh so dramatic fashion. You know, what kind of example are you setting for the people who are coming up underneath uh, under you? It's kind of like victim and, and martyrdom that doesn't serve anybody. Champions show up when the shit 
is the hardest. That's the difference. Look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. Look at Muhammad Ali. When they were training, they trained at levels that were like superhuman. And people would ask, I think it was Muhammad Ali, how many sit-ups do you do? And he said, I don't know. He said, I don't start counting until it starts to hurt. So where most people do 15 sit-ups, 15 crunches, 20 crunches, two sets of that. This man over here, you know he's in, super, in like fantastic shape. He's doing all his sit-ups. He doesn't even begin counting them until his muscle is already fatiguing and he's already in pain. That's the difference. Where are you right now? Are you starting to feel a little bit pain? You're starting to feel a little bit of fatigue. You're starting to feel like, oh my God, I just have no power. I have no control. It's not going to matter. Blah, 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 blah. Or are you actively doing something, whether it's about your energy, it's your mindset, it's where you are right now for this 24 hours, and then tomorrow you're someplace else and you show up as that bright and effervescent and full of life vital person for that next 24, or are you just allowing yourself to be pulled through the stream or like the water skier who forgets, this is probably more what it's like, like the water skier who forgets to let go after they wipe out. <laughs> oh my God. One of my, I think it was my sister. We went water skiing a long time ago. That's the visual when they forget. No, it was my brother, Carl. He forgot to let go. <laughs> He's being pulled through the water. Oh, dear God. But that's the visual for you. He's going to totally kill me if he ever hears these podcasts. <laughs> Good thing. Hi, Carl. <laughs> but what I'm saying is this. I mean, for real. What position are you in? Grooming yourself into a leadership position, whatever it is. And I know that this is like the sexy word of, of the year. You know, be a leader. It's true, though. But grooming yourself into that next level of leader. You're responsible for a family. You're responsible for a group of people at work. You're always responsible for yourself. For doing the things that you don't want to do, but you know that when you do them, you are going to have results like you've never had before. So you may be tired, you may be bored, you may be frustrated, you may have heard a lot of no's, you may be afraid, you may be weak. But that's the time to, to pony up on yourself and imagine that you are in the ring with yourself, like looking across the ring, it's you versus you. It's not you versus the job. It's not you versus the opponent. It's not you versus the guy or whomever. It's you versus you. You know what a tough freaking competitor you are. If you're on this podcast, I know that you are a strong-willed individual and you are a force to be reckoned with. You know your potential. That's you that you're staring at. Your job each and every day is to be better than you were yesterday. Now, maybe if you haven't been doing a whole lot, that's not going to be so much of a challenge. So yesterday for you is when you were performing at higher levels. Eventually, 
you know what, you, you got to put some action behind your words. It's not so much what you say you're going to do, it's what you actually do. And then it's the patterns that trump all of that stuff. So our challenge for you from now until the end of time starts with you owning your own position. Not just stepping up into your power, like you're owning your position, you're triaging your position. Am I moving closer to or farther away from my goals? As they exist in total, like with the project at large, are we closer to or farther away? And be careful when you're doing your assessment. Do not confuse a sidestep with a backstep. Oftentimes, you have to step out to the side, get more information, handle a little bit of thing before you can come back onto that main line. Okay? Make sure you have clarity about that. But also for the short term, is what I'm about to be doing bringing me closer to or farther away from my goals? Whether this is giving in to short-term gratification, whether this is... This is delaying or just, you know, procrastinating, not doing what actually has to be done or should be done. When you start to own that it's 100% up to you, nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's coming to rescue you. There's not going to be a bunch of little worker bees who are going to spontaneously, you know, jump out of a clown car and come and, you know, corral around you to get you moving forward. You're the boss. You're the CEO. Put your work boots on and let's get that shit done. Whew! So we're just wrapping up our podcast just for today and I'm going to challenge you. Okay? Triage your current position. Those are the two questions, all right, that you need to start asking yourself that's going to start to increase your own level of accountability is what I'm doing right now, moving me closer to or farther away from my goal, goals, uh, or, and or, are we closer to or farther away from our goals? Own that, and you will know exactly what you should be doing next. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. Make it a great day, and we'll talk to you next time.